The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, it's so good to have you here today. Thank you for for riding all the way. It's it's really great. Um, so maybe let's start. Let's arrive. I know at least the way my mind works is like when I'm going to start something in my day, uh, I work full time. So there's always like that I have to do something, there's something else that I need to do. It's kind of like that inclination of the body, like, okay, what's my next thing to do? What's my thing in my list that I have to do now? So, and like, now it's like, okay, maybe I do need that attitude. And let's, ah, let's arrive. So I'm going to invite you um, to do the three-breath journey. And basically... I'm try, I'll try not to guide you too much. I really want you to go in your own way. I'll explain and then we can go there. And it's basically if you want to close your eyes or not, that's fine. You can just lower in your gaze, watching nothing special. And we're going to follow three cycles of breath. Like really feeling in the body, the inhale, Just notice what happens in the body when you inhale and then exhale. And just three breaths at your own time. And just like if it was the very first time that you're breathing. (laughs) So let's do it like that. So let's close your eyes and I'll let you do it by yourself. If you want to keep your eyes closed, I invite you to notice how you are. How's your body, your level of energy? Are you tired? Are you sleepy? Hungry? Thirsty? Relaxed? How is your body? I'll invite you to notice with a very kind attitude as you're asking your best friend, how are you? How are you now? What is your body telling you? Mm. 
and opening the eyes and coming back. So, this is the second meeting we have. We have five, a series of five classes where we're going to go through meditation. Um, there are many traditions. Uh, we have here a Vipassana tradition from the Theravada Buddhist tradition. Um, you don't have to be a Buddhist to meditate. <laughs> anybody, anybody can do it. It's not. Uh, there's no quizzes. There's no. <laughs> there's no project. Sorry, right now we still have to keep. Um, yeah, we'll get there sometime. Uh, but still, I'm just going to put it here. But no, sorry about that. We expect that within the next couple of months. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's uh, anybody. Anybody can meditate. I don't know. I just remember a movie. You see how the mind works. Uh, ratatouille. I don't know. Anybody can cook. <laughs> Anybody can meditate. And um, it definitely gives me an example of how volatile the mind is. How even though I'm talking and I'm trying to present something to you, my mind just caught into this movie, and I was just transported in time when my kids were little, like, wow, look at what the mind does. So my body is here, and the mind, time travels, trying to, well, remember memories, fixing the past. I think that's one of the things we tend to do a lot, predicting the future, trying to write down all the possible scenarios. How is it that's going to happen? Like, especially if we kind of problem-solving. And mindfulness of the breath is kind of our entrance, maybe. It's, it's always there. It's so accessible. We just start the series with mindfulness of the breath. Now, today, we're going to start working about mindfulness of the body and trying to explore how is helpful? What, what is it that we're doing with mindfulness of the body, meditating in the body, on the body? Yeah. Mm. I wonder, so I asked it a little bit at the beginning. So we met last week, we did mindfulness of the breath. But I think... I don't think it's like they're separate things, mindfulness of the breath, mindfulness of the body. I think at the end of the day, everything starts to, is, yeah, it's like a fabric, everything. All the threads are crossing and creating this incredible fabric that is the meditation. So, um, so yeah. So and I was wondering, how, how was this week you, you were here? And I wonder if there's any observation of comment. Besides what you already said, okay. Hmm. If not, that is totally fine. So, mindfulness of the body. The body is this incredible 
creation, isn't it? Uh, it does a lot of things without us asking it to do. Our heart is pumping, air coming in and out, distracting the oxygen, uh, taking it to the different organs, digestion. I mean, there's a lot of things that happen. Doesn't need a command. And uh, even walking, avoiding obstacles, it's like we, we just don't think anymore. It's, it just happens, isn't it? It's an incredible, incredible thing in the body. Um, it's not only kind of a shell where we are present in the world. It's, it's an incredible source of wisdom and um, information, if you want. There's so much that the body can tell us. Uh, but oftentimes, we need to learn, relearn to relate to our bodies. I think nowadays, uh, I think I had mentioned that before, we tend to see our body through the eyes of others or through views, opinions, um, the way we were raised, what we're supposed, we're supposed to look this way or that way. Um, I think the, if we look at the teenagers, for example, the body image issues are, are huge, um, create a lot of social anxiety. And it's like, wow, it's, we, we're robbed of our body in, in some ways. When in meditation, when we bring in the body into this practice, we're trying to see our body from within. It's not about how it looks. Uh, I like it. I don't like it. My my hands are too small. Uh, my feet are achy. I, I don't know. My hips don't like to be something. There's I I can't think of a thousand complaints. But now we're gonna try to go inside and see our body from the inside. So we're gonna see what is happening in the body. Like as, as you are right now, if you bring attention to your body, what, what do you notice? Not, not, not what you're thinking about the body, but what's happening in your body? What can you feel? What is it? What are you feeling in your body? Some tension in the back. Mm. Yeah. yeah, what else? What else are you noticing? Are you cold? Are you warm? Are you thirsty? What I was asking you. Like there's so much happening and like, wow, I'm not paying attention. Has that happened to you that you're working and you delay going to the bathroom <laughs> until the last possible minute? Like, okay, I go, I just need to finish this. And it's like we're totally ignoring our bodies. If the body is hungry, if I think that the worst thing we do to our bodies is the, the sleep deprivation, working until late, waking up early, going to work, like go, 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 and until the body just protests us and like, okay, you really have to stop. So, um, hello. One of the interesting thing about mindfulness of the body is that it helps us change the attitude. And uh, you want to sit here closer? Thank you. 
is how how we how we relate to it. How do we look at the body? Um, it's our body is aging, it's getting older, we could be in good shape and everything, but we tend to have certain attitude towards our body. And then what we're trying to do with mindfulness, the body is kind of switching that. Okay, let me see if there's a different perspective which I can look at my body. So I'm going to invite you just for a moment to close your eyes. And maybe go from your head to toes, very, very slowly. Just notice whatever is more clear. Is there anything you hadn't noticed before? And perhaps notice that there are sensations that kind of appear and disappear. Just micro tensions. An ache here that goes away. And now I'm going to guide you a little bit. So let's bring the attention to the head, to the face. Notice the muscles of the face, maybe softening. Noticing the lips and the jaw. Becoming aware of the weight of the head. Maybe you need to adjust the postures so the head is nicely balanced, top of the shoulders. And going down the neck to the shoulders. Allowing your arms to to fall with the weight, with the pull of the gravity. And soften your hands.
And moving the attention to the chest, the heart center. Perhaps becoming more aware of the breathing, of these body breathing. Noticing the expansion and the relaxation. And going down the belly and softening the abdominal wall like there's no need to hold any tension there. You can let go, soften. Even if it's only a little bit. Notice the contact with the chair or the cushion. Maybe some tension in the upper legs and the glutes. going down the knees and the lower legs, the feet. When you bring the attention to the different parts of the body, what was interesting or very boring? How was that? Yeah, please. Notice the parts that are tight, right? The one that's always the case is. my tongue up against the roof of my mouth. Mm. And just when I start noticing the body, it's like, yeah, my tongue is way up there. No. Let's let it relax. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so for me that it happens that when I scan my, like scan my own body, I try to see myself sitting outside of my body i just want to see from outside what is happening and what is happening as 
like uh, I just take my mind out of my body to see ourselves from the outside. Mm. What is I just try to see from the outside, from the body to mind. Okay. I see sometimes that is very interesting. To when I just close my eyes, see myself from the outside sitting and from the head to toe. Mm-hmm. And it actually because whenever the mind diverts, I just try to see that okay. there is something happening. So I. So you're trying to like picture your body? Is that it? Kind of like if you were. I just take my mind outside of my body, kind of things. I want to see from the outside what okay. is happening as a autonu from the outside things. I just try to play with that. Mm-hmm. So, so what if you stay inside? How? I, I invite you to try and see, like go inside and not seeing or picturing. Um, I mean, we say see or we use these words, but like feel it. What, how, 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 how does that feel to be in your body? Yeah, not so, so much going, no, no look at yourself. Like, I, I think I know what you mean, like looking from the outside, but go inside and what is this body? How does this body feel? I'll invite you maybe to experiment a little bit. And, and I think what you're doing is fine. Just go and see yourself. But maybe I'll invite you today. Or we're going to do another couple of meditations. Okay. Just stay yeah. inside. See what happens. And maybe the tendency is, no, I want to go outside. <laughs> no, I did that right now. I did that right okay. now. I'm telling you, I also experienced that thing. Uh-huh. The seeing from the outside what is happening. Got like it. when you are just telling that I'm just writing my lung or heart or something, I want to see from the outside what is happening. So I, I do both ways. Uh-huh. Yeah, so this actually gives me interesting that to play yeah. with that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But maybe if you decide, just for the sake to see how things move, like if you're going to sit do a meditation, like, okay, decide to, this 20 minutes, whatever, I'm going to stay in the body. I'm going to feel in the body and see what happens. Go ahead. To what you were saying, um, the interesting part is if you are trying to see yourself from the outside, you've separated the mind from the body, right? You've put your mind out there, and now you're looking at your body. And the whole point, actually, is to be kind of within mind and body, right? When you put it out there, it becomes a mind exercise, not necessarily a meditation exercise within the body. The other thing that I would suggest you consider is, um, which is fine, by the way, it's part of the experience. There's no right way to do this. (laughs) What works for you is what works (laughs) for you, right? I just wanted to comment. Um, Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think what, what you were saying, let's not make meditation a project. Like, if I do this, I'm going to reach these states, I'm going to do that. Like, meditation is something simple. Um, it's, like, it's no brain work. It's just to just sit and stay. And especially if you're emphasize, emphasizing mindfulness of the body, we kind of want to dwell in the body. We want to okay, I'm going to know, I want to know what you're telling me. That's a lot of information coming from there. And um, I don't know if you notice, maybe, and when we bring the attention to any part of our body, 
uh, the mind doesn't go away. Eventually it's going to get distracted because that's what the mind does, isn't it? But it's kind of, it gets like anchored in the body. So we, we want to we wanna do that. We want to, hey mind, come here. The mind is always doing stuff. It's always traveling. It's, it gets distracted so easily. And that's the nature of the mind. But we're inviting, hey, come here, sit here. Uh, so we, we say uh, we have a, a meditation object. So it could be the breath. And it's not, we're not thinking about the breath. It's not like, okay, now I'm inhaling, now I'm exhaling. It's like, okay, oxygen in, the CO2 out. It's like, no, it's, it's just more like, like riding a wave, like surfing the breath. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like, okay, I know I'm breathing. Like, it, it, it just, you become very intimate with your breath. When we go to the body, it's like you become very intimate with your body. You can bring the attention to your hands. You can bring the attention to your feet. Or there's something else in your body that is calling your attention. For some reason, I tend to bring my attention here to the diaphragm, the solar plexus. I tend to gravitate to that because I kind of feel my, my breath. But at the same time, I'm very connected to my body. And that changes. It's not always the same. And just listen, like attune to your body. What is it that my body is telling me? What is helpful right now? Mm. I want to make sure I'm keeping track of the. Without Tanya, I need to pay more attention to the time. So, <laughs> okay. Um, what else I wanted to say? Oh, uh, one of the nice things about mindfulness of the body um, is that it helps us with a kind of training. Uh, like if, if something happens to you, um, there's always kind of the comment from the mind. So, I don't know, I just, when I was coming here, um, I, the, the street was closed. Oh, the street was closed. Oh, darn, I'm going to be late. Oh, gosh, I should have left 10 minutes earlier. Like, it's like, wow, the clothes, the street is just closed. Nothing else happening here. Just go around. But it's like, okay. So there's a lot that we add to the experience um, that is extra. Uh, then that's what the mind does, isn't it? Um, and mindfulness of the body help us to... Uh, manage that a little bit. And why does it matter? What does it matter? The comments, the commentary, the, the narrative of the mind. Have you seen those uh, nature shows where they're, the animal that is in the prairie and they, they're just telling you, sometimes I feel my mind is just like that. Like I go through my day and like having a narrator inside my head telling, like rehearsing what is it that I'm going to say, how should I say it. It's like, wow, sometimes it's like uh, when I started practicing, I started noticing that voice in my head. It's like, wow, you're loud. <laughs> how can I focus if you just keep talking to me? Uh, so mindfulness of the body helps us first become aware that that's happening. Um, and um, 
just just to be to see the experience for what it is. I think nowadays uh, you see people in the streets. Everybody's on their phones. Listen to the podcast. People go for walks. They're always doing something else. It's like we filling the time. It's like we we, we cannot. We don't want to have the time, not even to think or, or to to be present. With mindfulness of the body, the invitation is the contrary. We want we want that internal silence. I want to see what my experience is. And what's the experience and what's the commentary? Um, I'm, I'm from Colombia, and uh, so we see football, that I think soccer, but I call it football because I call it football. Um, and um, so they, my family would watch the, the matches on TV, and it was very interesting uh, because then, okay, it's, the game is starting, so everybody in front of the TV. So they'll put the image and turn the sound off and turn on the radio. Because the narrators on the radio were just extraordinary. And they will tell you so much stuff with that energy. And like they will make the game such a fun thing to watch. And if you turn the, the sound of the TV, like, and now such and such is throwing the ball. Da, 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 da. Very boring, very plain. It's like, no, we want the commentary because it makes it so exciting. It's so cool to watch. And I think that's what the mind does. So the, the, the match is happening, the game is taking place. And you have the narrator in the radio telling you all these amazing stories, talking about the players, oh, that and such and such. They just go, uh, the wife just gave birth to a kid. It's like, what does that to do with anything? We're just watching the game. And that's basically what the mind is doing often. Huh? So with the mindfulness of the body, we're like being here. Again, no, it's not a project. It's just... To just come and sit, it's, it's, it's a kind attention to what's happening in the breath, in the body. So, um, so let's do uh, another guided meditation, unless you have any comment about, have that experience about the the narrator in your head can you can you see it have you noticed that how does that feel before i move any further hmm. like right now what is that narrator in your head telling you like okay don't don't say anything <laughs> <laughs> if I say something, who knows who's going to think about me? I was just thinking about actually. I was just thinking about actually Bandhu Rama. Excuse me. I was thinking about actually Bandhu Rama, that is soccer <laughs> player from Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> when you mentioned about that, I was thinking. Your mind went there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 So just, just for a moment, just. Go into your mind, okay, we're here at the center, you're listening to me. What is the comment in your mind? What story is rolling in your mind right now? Can you see it? Can you notice? 
anything? Are you, oh, this is so boring, I hope it ends soon. <laughs> I should have such and such. Or it takes you somewhere else. Yeah. All right, so maybe let's, uh, let's do something interesting. I'm going to invite you to stand up for a moment and to really, really get in touch with our body. Let's see. So maybe with the feet hips width apart so you have your nicely balanced and just maybe move your shoulders a little bit and I don't know, like loosen up whatever way works for you and I start noticing the, the weight of the hands of the arms okay and notice the weight of the body the hips the tight on the on the feet. Notice the pressure against the floor and any sensations in the legs. And really be like notice like close attention to all those sensations. What are the sensations in the feet? What are you noticing? Pressure? Is there achiness? Maybe some kind of pain or tightness? And going up the legs. Up to your hips. Up the back, the shoulders, the head. If you move a little bit side to side. Notice what happens. Like the weight moving from one leg to the other. As you keep moving gently, bring your attention to your hands. Notice where your mind is. What is the mind doing? Hey, come here. Check these hands out. Maybe feeling how oh, the, they feel a little heavier. Mm-hmm. 
How can you feel the, even the air around the hands? There are so many nerve terminals in our hands. So much information going there. And maybe bring the image of your hands. Can you remember how they look? Any opinions that you may have about your hands? And now go inside your hands. sensing vibration, tingling, cold. Going up the arms to your shoulders. And let them fall. Let the gravity pull the shoulders down. Stop resisting gravity. And if you picture your shoulders, you may have ideas about them. Maybe that place that gets so tight when I'm working or the way they look. And then go inside your shoulders. And feel the, the solidity of the shoulders. the softness, the tightness, going to the head. Notice the weight of the head. It is heavy. And see if you need to move a little bit to adjust it so it doesn't put pressure on your shoulders or your neck.
And go down again to your feet. Maybe starting to feel a little tired or the body feels heavier than a few minutes ago. If you're for a few seconds, I'll invite you to to move the attention to whatever part of your body that calls for it. Notice the attention kind of gliding from one part of the body to the next. you notice how was that? To was good. Uh, when I was giving awareness to certain parts of the body, I felt like, yeah, I'm sensing this more now that I'm like putting my mind there, you know? Uh-huh. And I was also like, my mind was also wandering off and coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what we do all the time in meditation is, we do, okay, come here. It's coming back, yeah. coming back. An image that works for me, um, it's like a helium balloon that is attached to something heavy on the floor and the wind is blowing and the balloon goes, I got you, come here, (laughs) not going anywhere. Yeah, something else. What happens with the mind overall? How do you feel more relaxed? Do you feel more grounded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's imaginary or not, but some, yeah. some white something is going inside. Nice. Yeah, there's so much all the time. I mean, we cannot pay attention all the time to everything. It would be crazy, isn't it? I mean, it would be very complicated. But when you look, it's like, wow, there's so much going on. And it's like tuning a radio sometimes. You think, oh, okay, what, what is it? What's going on? So let's see, maybe, not that we have a huge amount. We can, maybe we can split in two and three. So just if you want to get together in a little bit of group so we can have a little bit of a discussion. <laughs> Polly, you want to sit with them? So, yeah, so you want to sit you too? Okay. <laughs> hmm. So, let's do a little bit of, let's start by introducing yourselves. <laughs> um, and 
um, respond, not react. That that pause between the stimulus and the way you're gonna uh, talk, and you can see it in other people. That their body language, you can see the tension in, in people. Like if you see, if you come into a room and there is two people fighting and they're not talking to each other, you can you can sense it. It's like what well, what's going on in here. I guess this has to do with um, our mirror, mirror mirror neurons or something. We know that, like, ooh, that, that doesn't look good. You know when somebody is not okay. And that's information. that you, When you go, I don't know, for example, you go to the supermarket and the person that is helping you, you can see that he stands. It's like, oh, it's an opportunity to, uh, to give a little bit of kindness here maybe, and, and try it. Like say a nice word to somebody that seems a little uptight, and that can make the whole difference. There's so much to learn. There's so much information coming from the body. The more we attune ourselves to our own body, the easier it is to attune to others. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a great gift. Thank you so much. Anything else? Any other comment? All right, so I think we have a little bit of time to talk about pain, physical pain, and how to deal with it during meditation. I think that's one of the difficult things. If you had had chronic pain or just even a regular headache and you don't have access to something analgesic or something, like how do you manage that? So I think there, there are layers on layers with pain. There's the actual physical pain, like the, the something that is not working, like a knee, the hips, I don't know, something. And then there's the commentary that it's our attitude towards the pain. So it's not that you're not going to need analgesics, <laughs> uh, but it's maybe it's the way you start to relate to your pain. Um, I had I had COVID uh, about a month ago now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was awful. <laughs> it was so awful, and uh, like I can see my mind. Oh, poor you! Like look at that, and look like, all my complaints in the mind. I was feeling so miserable. Like like wow. Like, Hmm, shouldn't be I applying a little bit of mindfulness here? Like, okay, this is maybe, yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable, it's, it's, I'm not okay. And maybe I just need to rest. And it is okay to rest. Like, all the commentary in the mind, like, no, you should, you should be working, you should be productive. Or when the fever kind of lightens up, it's like, okay, I'm feeling better, I, I should check email. It's like, no, rest. It's the attitude that we have towards what's happening in our body. Um, and more specifically to, to physical pain, sometimes, I don't know, like a pain in the knee. Just notice oh, the pain is ugh. And then notice the ugh. What are you thinking? What are you telling yourself about the pain? And um, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, you can talk, there's a lot of people who have a lot of experience working with pain and mindfulness, but overall what we could say is just notice it, like be 
instead of trying to distract yourself, what if you pay attention to the pain? I don't know. It's a pain in the knee. Is it always hurting? It's like it's nonstop of, oh, look at that. It's kind of comes and goes. It seems to be moving. Go around the edges of the pain. Like maybe even get curious about it. We're not, we're not trying to heal the pain with mindfulness, but maybe start removing those layers extra that we add the commentary and, and see what happens. Have you ever hit a toe against, <laughs> uh, I don't know, the leg of a chair of a table? That hurts, isn't it? But then like you hurt yourself, yeah, that's painful. But then you start adding first. You may come up with very colorful words about what happened. And, and, and then it's, oh, how stupid I am. And like all that comes after that. Like, yeah, that, that hurts, but all the things that we add into it. So, so yeah. Um, and also to, to honor our bodies when the body is in pain. Even in meditation, um, if you're having a, a, a tough times and, and you still want to practice your meditation, find a posture that supports you. You can lay down on the floor. Uh, like, really be comfortable. They say that the Buddha had a uh, bad back uh, late in his life and that oftentimes he needed to meditate laying down. Um, I know a couple of teachers here that their meditation posture is laying down because of the physical pain. So there's no such a thing that the only way to meditate is sitting down. That's uh, another thing to consider. Honor your body. Listen to your body. So not only physical pain, but I think... Nowadays, our lives are so busy all the time, and we just do and do and do and listen to your body. That's one, what, what is it that my body needs right now? And sometimes something so simple, a glass of water, uh, just move a little bit, get some fresh air, like honor your body. It's a, such an amazing source of information. Hmm. Yeah, are there any questions or comments? Hmm. Have you tried uh, walking meditations? Have you guys done walking meditations? Okay, yeah. Yeah, how, how is that? What, what do you think of it? Because you're just so concentrated, right? Like on just the flow of it all. Um, I think it's easier for me to get into the zone like that, just like walking rather than sitting and trying to meditate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any of you who doesn't like walking meditation? <laughs> uh, we, yeah, uh, that thing is what she was mentioning, that's right, right? Because generally we don't give that much attention when you walk generally, right? And during the walking meditation, it was actually a sort of quite a bit of stuff that, okay, 
that's what is happening, right? And after sometimes I see that I get a rhythm, the same rhythm I'm just using that. And second thing I wanted to mention that last time when I was doing the group, group mention, that kind of actually gives us a lot of inclusiveness and energy. Yeah. That I felt that after sometimes I did not need to actually go through that. I was actually following the flow, the normal flow uh-huh. with all the group and it actually gave a lot of um, yeah, peace in the mind. Okay, yeah. When, so when, when you notice, when you have those kind of experiences, it's, we tend to focus a lot on the what is not pleasant, isn't it? But notice the body when there's something pleasant. Like sometimes when we sit, we're just sitting here meditating. There's something in that feels so good. So, hmm, how do I know it's good? How does my body know that I'm like this? Like, just get very curious about it. Um, and maybe I'll just finish with a brief meditation and uh, sound meditation. Uh, that's another, I mean, it's the body, isn't it? It's something that is touching our body. Uh, we can do sound meditation uh, when you're eating, like savoring what you're eating, taking, paying attention to the texture of what you're chewing, the smells, that stuff. So, I mean, the body is incredible. There's so much to do. So let's, let's find a, a meditation posture that works for you right now. And if you want to... Now that we're sitting on the floor, if you want to lay down or feel free to to do so. Hmm. All right. So closing your eyes. Taking a couple of deep breaths. Let's start with a three-breath journey. Notice, follow three cycles of breath very closely. Noticing the sensations in the body. Where do you feel those breathing, those breaths, the air coming in and out? Get very curious about your breathing. Softening your body. Start paying attention to sounds around you. It's not about trying to figure out where they're coming from, but it's just receiving the sounds 
noticing the silence. Notice what happens in the body when when you direct your attention to sounds. What happens to the breathing? When I ring the bell, stay with the sound until you cannot hear it anymore. Sound meditation can be so powerful, especially when, if we are overwhelmed or too excited. Uh, a few months ago I was in a retreat and I was in a, such a state, like I, I just couldn't sit down, it was just so hard. It was, I think, it was a very short retreat, so it's like... I need to concentrate, I need to get there. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's the second day. And then, oh, this is going to be a waste of time. Like, I just couldn't sit still. So I went outside. I sat in one of the benches at the center. And I could hear uh, Route 17 and the river that is nearby the center. And I just sat there for, I don't know how long, just receiving sounds. 
after that, it's like my mind was collected. It was like, wow, I really believe that sound meditation is, can be very powerful. If there's intense emotion, uh, and like the breath is not like, uh-uh, this is not a good place to be because it's very agitated, try the sounds. Like we cannot control them. They just come and go, come and go. There's something about it that that, that tells you, like, okay, this too is going to pass. And like the sound that comes and goes, this also is it's going to end. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about that synchronization. Highly recommend it. And do it in nature. Uh, it's particularly powerful. And it reminds me that I'm also part of nature. I'm not only the, the spectator here and nature is over there. And I know that that, re, that reminds me of my, I belong here in nature. I'm part of the, I'm another creature in this landscape. So I find it quite wonderful to do. If there's any other there are questions, comments? I have attended one sound bath meditation. Uh-huh. So my center we go for the practicing yoga every day. So he is the founder and he just created all those. Like he has a uh-huh. session for the sound bath. So he he, has, he generally creates all the uh, sound of the rain. Oh, the wonderful. With the instrument, wave and everything. So yeah. there's a one and a half hour session. And I saw that at the end of the, uh, the sound of my body, when they were sleeping, they started sleeping, that whole deep sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice, yeah. yeah. But I, I was so awake. I, I, I did not feel sleep, but I was so awake with that whole, whole, whole sound effect. Yeah. Uh, the problem I have with that is, I, I think I find it, and there's some wonderful creations that are just beautiful to listen to. But I, what I see, what happens to me personally, I start getting very intellectual. Like I, like it stops being a meditation. Like, what instrument is that? How do they? Like, okay, <laughs> like my mind gets very activated, and I think. But it, I mean, at least it's in my case. Uh, so that, that's why sometimes just without planning, very simple, and you can do it anywhere. You just. Sit down in the bus, in the train, I don't know, while you're commuting. Just listen. It, it, it can be really, really powerful. I think there's something very interesting about contemplating on an object that is continuously changing and that you have no control. Uh, I think in a way it... Um, Control is an illusion. <laughs> I mean, I can. There's certain things that, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to come to the center. I'm going but in life, there's we don't have very little control. I think we saw it with the pandemic and all that. And uh, like these gentle ways to look at uh, the changing nature of things, it's uh, it, it's good. It's, it's very supportive. It's very healing. That's my opinion of it. So I would like to close with a dedication of merit. 
that the benefit that we have received here tonight, uh, it spreads to every being we get in touch with, our families, friends, people we don't know, strangers, and that it benefits all beings. May all beings be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May all beings be in peace. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your practice. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.